This is the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you want to be inspired, encouraged, uplifted and captivated by the stories of others who have been brave enough to vocalise their dreams and then do the work to achieve them. I'm your host, Laura Cruz, a coach and fellow dreamer who has made her dreams come true and can help you to do the same. Listen each week as I share with you tales of dreams achieved both by my guests and me. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Search for Laura Cruz Coaching. Enjoy the episode. So my special guest today um, on the Your Dream or Mine podcast is Hayley Forster of Simple Joy. Now, Hayley is a simple living mentor. What is that? I hear you ask. Well, Hayley helps overwhelmed women to slow down and simplify their hectic lives in a manageable way. Hayley, I just know our listeners will love this episode. It sounds brilliant. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. And I do hope so. I love chatting about it. So hopefully everyone will be interested in it. Oh, I think it's brilliant. So it's such a fascinating area and it's one that I I have a, a tiny connection with myself in terms of kind of decluttering and stuff like that. But tell us a little bit about you and then maybe that will link into what you do as a business. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Hayley Forster. I'm uh, a mother of two young daughters, married, and I live in Yorkshire, although from my accent, you might be able to tell I'm from um, northeast of England. Um, And that kind of move happened a few years ago. I was originally a corporate girl. I worked in um, scientific research. I was actually a fragrance designer um, for about... 15 years or so um, and I moved down to Yorkshire for my corporate job. It was, um, in hindsight, it was probably a a good decision to make because it led me to where I am now, but it it just didn't really work out. It wasn't the, the job for me. Um, so I started to, um, on the side, have a little bit of what they call a side hustle uh, alongside my corporate job where I was working on um, going into people's homes and being a professional organiser. It's not. It's one of those things where people are like, you went from a fragrance designer to a professional organiser. Like, what's wrong with you? I love that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I love it too. It's a, it, and we can, we can get on to that about why I love it so much, but it, it just... The, I would say I fell out of love with the, the corporate environment. I still love fragrance. And yes, the fragrance world is very glamorous and and lovely and you get to do wonderful things. But I just fell out of that life. Um, it was just too much for, for me personally. Um, so I started to do um, the professional organising as a, as a side job. Um, and then it ended up being that I left my corporate career and just kind of went full time into being self-employed and, and and moving into focusing on on coaching and mentoring people who perhaps needed that clutter-free lifestyle. Um, and it's kind of stemmed from there, really. It's been about four years full time now. Um, and I just absolutely love it. And just being able to share kind of my passion with with people and helping people in a way that I never thought was possible. I think I've always been a scientific girl from school um, and 
that was what I was good at. That's kind of what I thought I should be doing, went that way. And it just didn't, as much as I loved my career in in corporate, it just didn't light me up. I was going into work and just doing it. Whereas now I'm doing something where actually my husband laughed at me a couple of weeks ago because we're on holiday and um, it was like slap bang in the middle of the holiday. So it wasn't even that we'd got near the end and I was a bit bored, but slap bang in the middle of the holiday. And I said, Oh, I'm missing work. <laughs> and he just looked at me and he was like, are you kidding me? Like, what? what is wrong with you? And I was like, well, doesn't that just show that I've I've done the right thing? I've made the right choice and I'm able to do something now where I want to work. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't worry about going back to work after a holiday. I used to be in tears in my old mm, job. Mm. Like, it used to be awful. Like, the thought of going back into the office and catching up with everything and and knowing that you're going to have meetings after meetings and having all this pressure on you it's just you know that I needed to get out of that and and now I'm just so happy that I can do that with something that I just love doing it's really interesting when you said about people find it strange that you went from kind of that sciencey background into what you do now I love that because I think nowadays, like in this generation, you don't, you know, this is in the olden days, like perhaps when I was younger or my parents' generation, it was as if you picked something at 15, 16, 18, 21, you know, and you had to do that forever because that's what you trained to do because that's what you should do. And I'm a great believer that you shouldn't, have to do anything if there's something that really floats your boat even if you've trained for many years to do that particular role why shouldn't you do the thing that makes you happy even if it means that you don't use that formalized training that you had because actually what you're doing now is using a different skill set you you know you clearly a very talented individual who can kind of turn a hand to things and you found something that really excites you and makes you come alive and I just think that's amazing yeah and I think that's something that a lot of people do struggle with because I was kind of of that mindset that um because I was I was always very academically gifted and um I was it was always kind of I'd go to school and I'd be at university I'd get a good job and that was the path I went down and everyone was always very complimentary. They're like, oh, you're doing really well. Like I worked for two huge companies. I worked for P&G and Unilever, two massive companies. And everyone was like, oh, Haley, like they looked at me and thought I was really successful where actually I was just very, very unhappy. And I think people couldn't quite understand from the outside why I was unhappy because they looked in and could see that uh, I was a, a young woman married to a beautiful daughter as a successful corporate career, traveled the world, worked with some amazing people. Why isn't she on top of the world? And I think that would really, people couldn't resonate with that. And then when mm-hmm. I left and I knew I was going to pursue something that was probably a little bit, um, I mean, it's not mainstream. It's not something where people just automatically know what I'm talking about. It's not like a main job that that I can just say, right, I'm a simple living mentor and everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. And a lot of people really struggled with that and just, I suppose, 
couldn't necessarily necessarily celebrate the fact that I was shifting and doing something different because it wasn't the traditional route. And I think that probably drives me more. It's like I've always been as a young child because I lost my mum when I was 13 um and from then I was just very much adamant that I didn't want want to live a normal life I was like I no I want to do different things I wanted I want to achieve lots of different things I want to have a bucket list of just loads of things I want to get done and I want them to be unique and different and I fell into a life of um, normality I suppose from just external expectations everyone like education the teachers and 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 I wouldn't say my it was like my, my parents pushing me in any certain way it was just that was the way it was wasn't it it was just that that yeah. was path for you and I kind of went down that route accidentally it just happened and I, I got to the point where I was just like well what am I doing like this isn't what I actually wanted to do I've ended up here and I've just went along with it because it was the easy option um where instead I was like if I remember back to what I wanted to do when I was little I was like this definitely wasn't it like I wanted to be doing something where I could have freedom and choice about what I did and who I worked with and I could travel when I wanted and and just have a lifestyle I've never been a person that wanted to have a huge job and bring lots of money in and, and have an extravagant life I just wanted a life where I had that freedom of possibility and that freedom of choice and and being able to do things that I wanted to do and and work to support my lifestyle rather than fitting my lifestyle around my my job yes yeah it's so interesting Hayley because all the things that you say really play to what I feel and what I've done and what's important to me now I think there is I think sometimes when people can't understand why you would change something is because they perceive that you've achieved that success, that accolade, you know, that financial reward, that certain seniority and position, whatever it is, you know, success in your career. They can't understand that perhaps because maybe they would like to achieve that or, you know, they consider that you might be wasting something by walking away from it. But I also think that sometimes... I talk about this a lot with my clients. I think sometimes people are a bit fearful of people who make changes because if you've made a change in your life, Hayley, and you've decided you didn't want to do that, you got off the corporate you know, ladder, train, whatever we want to call it, and you said, I want to do something which is a bit more me, then maybe that raises a question in them. Oh, am I doing what I want to be doing? Maybe I need to think about what I'm doing and maybe I don't want to think about that. So I'll, do you see what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Most definitely. Because it it just shows you like uh, when I was in corporate, I would constantly get people going, oh, how are you? How's work? Um, And then we'd have that kind of standard discussion. Um, But then as soon as I became self-employed, no one really asks me about it because I think, yeah, right. It kind of raises awareness in themselves that perhaps what they're doing isn't what they want to do and they don't necessarily want to hear about what you're doing because yeah. there's a bit of um 
I suppose a bit of question in them in themselves, like, well, why don't I do that? And it's a hard question to answer because it always comes back to the fact that, that you can, you can make that choice. It's just a difficult choice to make and a dif- difficult stages to go through. But everyone has that ability to stop in their tracks and go, look, do you know what? This isn't right for me and I'm going to go in a different direction. And I think it really highlights it when someone around you has done that and you might secretly want to um and and I think that's really apparent from the discussions you have when you go from one extreme to the other the conversation shifts Um, yeah it does like an avoidance (laughs) yeah but also I guess not everybody wants to do that so I think it's not always that people want to want to follow or want to question what they're doing because some people don't want that and they want the security of regular pay and I mean who wouldn't want that really but um it is interesting though I find that people ask me what I'm doing as if they don't as if I'm not actually doing anything with my time yeah (laughs) like what are you doing today like well I'm I'm working because I work for myself now. It's just it's an it's an interesting shift, but yeah, <laughs> it really is. My husband's like that as well. Like he'll because uh, he's very much he'll work. Um, he doesn't want to be self-employed. He's very much wants to be in the in the in the corporate world and get a, a static salary. And he knows what's coming in. And he used to be like that with me. Like, what have you done today? Like, well, I've, I've worked. <laughs> what did you yeah. do today, husband? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's really funny. So, Hayley, so then from that switch then, how did you come to the decluttering idea? Was that your dream then when you decided to step away from corporate? Was that that the kind of big idea, the big dream? Yeah, it was when I stepped away from corporate. Uh, when I was younger, I knew I wanted to work for myself, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. It was kind of... Uh, a world of possibilities really but I just knew that I wanted to do something that was different but I wanted to help people but what that was I didn't know and really it only came up after I had um, my children um, and it was it stemmed from a very personal experience so from um, from being young I was um, a bit of a hoarder um, as I say my mum was very poorly my whole life and then she passed when I was 13 and it was it 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 amplified itself when I was 13 because it was uh, I mean coping with grief at any time but as a 13 year old girl losing your mom it was it was really overwhelming for me so it kind of manifested itself in just clutter for me and I didn't realize how bad it had gotten um, but like if you fast forward 10 12 years and I'd been with my husband for a little while and I think he knew it was bad, but he knew why it was bad as well. So we never really kind of had that discussion. Um, and then uh, I've, always, I've always struggled with mental health as well. Um, and that was kind of just a, a physical representation of it that that, um, that I struggled with. And I got incredibly low after having my first um, child. I had quite bad postnatal depression and I just hit rock bottom. Um, and I didn't honestly know how to get out of it. I felt so stuck and so useless and I suppose it's hard to put it into words but it just I I just felt empty and I didn't know what to do 
Um, but it was one particular afternoon where it was a fair, it would, it, and I hate to use the word fate, but it was like if it just happened, but I was scrolling around on my phone and I found a video and it was of a celebrity chatting and they were getting interviewed and they got asked a question and the question was, um, if you could speak to your like 12 year old self or something like that, um, what, what would be your like life advice? And the response was just, shh. And I listened to that and I was like, oh, that's quite profound. And I kind of got a little bit lost and I was starting to think about it. And I listened to the answer a little bit more. And it was very much about how as adults, we just let so much into our lives, our head, our home, our calendars, and we just become so overwhelmed. And the whole shh part of it was just to get it to quieten down, to actually just be and to to um to to just run with life rather than um instead of running with life, sorry, and, and just getting took away on on different paths to actually be very intentional about it. And it was at that point I was like, you know what? I've never thought about it like that. And it was as if something just clicked because I was like, and, and I think I know what I need to try and do here. And it was just to try and quieten my life down in general. So the easiest spot for me to do um, at that moment in time, because I, there was no, I was not in the right mindset to start tackling my my inner thoughts and feelings. I was like, no, it's not where I need to be. It for me, it was very much a possession um, focus. I was like, I'm going to start where is easier for me. So I started to declutter a lot of my possessions and my home, and I ended up decluttering about seventy percent of my house. And wow. I wasn't sure at the time. I was like, is this going to work? Because I read into it after I watched this video about this whole minimalism concept and essentialism and um, really understanding that if you pair back on things, you're able to cope with things a lot better and a lot easier. And, um, and there's, I mean, there's so many benefits. I could talk for hours on it. Um, but it just seemed the right path for me because I knew that I, the reason why I felt so low is because I constantly felt overwhelmed. I was so busy all the time. I was just um, constantly on the move thinking about things I needed to do left, right and centre. And I knew I needed to pull some of that back. So it, it started with my possessions and the the feeling of, of it, it was just like, weight being lifted off my shoulder like every time it, I try to describe it to people as like when you do something really small in your house like I don't know you might sort out your handbag or your purse or you might just sort your fridge out when your groceries are coming take that but amplify that feeling you get when you're like oh look at that you think you just feel yeah. proud it's like that feeling of just feeling um of relaxation um in that just made me realize the the benefits of it and I didn't stop at possessions I, I looked at my commitments my to-dos <clears throat> my relationships um and I really decluttered everything that just wasn't serving um me and just people noticed as soon as I started doing it there was comments about Haley, you just seem so much more relaxed like what is it like how did you do it and that's where I realized I was like do you know what I need to speak to more people about this 
um, concept of just less being more. And it stemmed from there, really. That's when I, I started to do the side hustle of uh, professional organising in people's homes. Um, and uh, as I'd done that and I left my corporate career to kind of chase this um dream that no one really understood I suppose it, it it became it just started to fall into place what I needed to do and and how it needed to be much more of a holistic approach and focusing on different areas of the life of the life that you could declutter and it was it, it just kind of fell into place at that point it was like me going on a personal journey of going through some pretty awful times and coming out the other side and kind of finding my own way out of it through techniques that I'd read about and heard about but didn't understand and just thought I'd give it a go and I just fell in love with it and I thought I can't I can't just keep this to myself I need to talk about it and and really share my story with people so that they could understand that yes, there are things out there that can help you that you might not necessarily think of, but there are people out there to support you and people who've been through it and, and come out the other end. Just brilliant. So interesting. I feel the same way about having less. I find that the overwhelm, I can't cope with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Need less. because Then I can see, I can breathe. Definitely. It, it is. I think we underestimate the impact just stuff has on us. It's yeah. It's like even if and even if, for example, you've got a pile of paperwork in your living room that you need to sort out, you need to file, you, need, you maybe need to follow up on a few things that even though you know you've got to do it and you might write it down on a list, it's just niggling in your mind and you'll be like, oh, I need to do that. And then if that pile of paper stays there for maybe a week, you then start talking negatively to yourself. You're like, oh God, I just need to get that done. Why can't I do that? I'm useless. Like, I'm just so lazy. Oh, I'm so forgetful. And then there's just this cycle of negative chat going on in your mind about who you are as a person. And if you take that pile of paper, but then amplify it to the rest of the things that are just going on in your life that you can't keep up with, it's very damaging. Like it, it, it damages your self-esteem. It damages your your decision making, your your prioritization. Like you just can't focus on things when you've got all this stuff, not just in your home, but in your calendar. Um, just thoughts and emotions, anything that's going on in your life whatever form it takes it it can be really overwhelming and that can uh-huh. stop you from from being able to to take the right steps forward or even just to be happy I mean if it, it, I'm, we're not necessarily talking about like, doing like achieving lifelong goals and everything like that even the slightest bit of change in it can just make your life a lot less difficult. Um, and then obviously you've got the um, the benefits further down the line, but even taking little changes and getting less in your life can make it your life a lot more bearable, I suppose, <laughs> because there's yeah, a lot definitely. of people that struggle so much with it. So if, 
if somebody was listening to this and they were saying, oh, you know, I, I follow Laura, I listen to that because I really want to follow my own dream. You know, I've got a dream that I want to achieve. How would you then kind of connect decluttering with allowing people to, to follow their dream then? Is there a connection? Yes, definitely. There's a connection. So I kind of, the, the way I would connect the two is that by having so much clutter in your life, and I'm when I say the word clutter, I don't just mean the, the piles of paper and the things hidden in your cupboards in your house, but the, all the different forms of clutter, whether that be um, the things in your calendar, um, the, the things in your mind, digital clutter, all of that. Um, once you start to get rid of that clutter, once you declutter what is not really uh, serving you, it gives you so much breathing space, so much um time is given back to you so much um you'll you'll free up so much energy um you're not spending as much time doing things that don't matter to you I mean like myself and who went through it and, and my clients they're just constantly doing things because they feel like they need to but then when you drill down to it actually there's only a very small proportion of what they've got going on in their life that they want to keep um so as soon as you start to get rid of these things you end up giving yourself a lot of white space and then in that white space is really where sorry to sound corny but where the magic can happen because Uh. because you've got some downtime you're able to think about things better you're able to process things better you you can make decisions you can focus you can ask the questions that perhaps you've just not asked yourself in such a long time such as well what is it that I want to do yeah yeah Um, and, and what is it that drives me what makes me happy and you've actually got time space and energy to process it and then to actually um start to action things as well because there's one thing thinking about it and then there's one thing doing it and it's kind of a little process where you get this white space to be able to process all that in your mind but then to then take the steps forward because you're not doing so much you're constantly not tidying your house because it's a tip you're constantly not running out of the house because you've got 500 commitments in your calendar every week that you can just sit down be and start putting these uh, dreams in action and I have got no doubt in my mind if I had not gone through that decluttering journey that I wouldn't be here now because I I I guess it mentioned at the beginning I, I just got swept up on this roller coaster of life where I was just doing what was expected and until I kind of paired back and realized look well, what is it why am I so unhappy realized what all that stuff was that was making me unhappy got rid of it I had so much time there was some times where I was just sitting on an evening and I was like well what do I do like I'm I'm bored because I wasn't filling my time with stuff yes yeah Um, and and I was able to just do like do little projects and I was doing all these wonderful things and raising money for charity and and then I was like you know what I need to actually do something that I've been wanting to do for a very long time here and I've actually for once in my life, got the space, got the time and got the energy 
to to do it. Um, and I would not have been able to do that with the lifestyle I had before. There's no way. Like I wouldn't have even entertained the idea because I just couldn't see how I could have fit it in. Um, and yeah, it, it, it's it's just to say it's a bit of a life changer is an understatement. Um, mm. It it just changes every aspect of your life. You've you've got you become more time rich. Like um, I like even financially, I've got financial benefits, health benefits. Like because yeah, yeah. you've got this. Because let's be honest, we the thing that we're limited on is time and and energy and we like to waste them <laughs> like yeah we, we do we do we choose to waste them on things that don't necessarily matter and it's about going back and just going do you know what these are the two two of these things I can try and control as much as possible and I'm going to choose I'm going to be intentional with how I spend my time how I spend my energy and if that allows you to pursue your dreams then then so be it um it's it's a huge benefit of, of of being able to to I suppose live a live a simpler life. Yeah. So what do your clients say then about, you know, I obviously you've talked about the benefit to you, but give me an example of a client who has kind of, you know, what's the experience for them? What's the end result after they've kind of done that simplifying or decluttering? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, there's the majority of people that I work with tend to be um, kind of working mums um, and they just feel so overwhelmed with everything that's got to do with home, the kids, the work, all of the expectations, even just having like a social life and being able to look after themselves. And the, I would say the, the, the best outcome that comes out of it is when they turn around and say, Hey, do you know what? I don't think I need you anymore because I've kind of processed everything that, that, that I need to Cause I take them right back to the beginning and we'll look at um, kind of what their values are as a person, uh, what their values are as a little family unit, and then do what I call a big life audit where you just look at everything that you're doing. How are you spending your time and your energy? And then how do they match up to those values? And then start to do the life edit where you take things away, um, start to free up some of your time and your energy. Um, and then you start to see the interactions between that person becomes so much it becomes so much easier because they're becoming clearer about what needs to stay, what needs to go. I mean, the the best feeling I get is when they, they, they come on the calls and they're just feeling very calm and collected and you ask them a question and they can answer it rather than going, I don't know, I'm just lost. I'm stuck. <laughs> like, I don't know what, what way to turn. And they're able to spend time with their family and their kids and, and be who they want to be. They can be that person rather than being an employee and being the wife and the mother, they're being who they are. They're, they can show their true selves. And you see that transition Um all the way through and I've had people just going like I feel like I found myself again and they're just so much happier and having that relationship with their children that they might have struggled with in the past and not had the time to 
spend quality time with them or or the energy i mean let's be honest like a lot of a lot of people get at the weekend and they just want to veg out on the sofa because yeah they, they just can't do anything else um and it's just seeing that shift in energy um of feeling out of control to actually realizing that they've got the choice they can be intentional and everything's just everything just flows so much easier and there's a calmness about them as well which is just so lovely and when you see that transition from one end to the other it's uh, I mean who wouldn't want to do that oh honestly Hayley just sounds incredible <laughs> I think I need a bit of you in my life so, <laughs> so where can my listeners find you then where can they get get some a dose of simple joy so i have um social accounts so i'm on instagram and facebook at hello simple joy i've got a website simplejoy.co.uk um, and i've also got a facebook group as well so um there's a nice little group of us in there that all just love the simple life um and we we, we support each other and, and chat about how to just slow down and simplify and declutter our lives in there and that's called the simple living society and that's uh, um, yeah on Facebook oh just sounds brilliant I feel really calm after speaking to you <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> wonderful thank you for your time today the uh, the interview's gone in a flash oh, and uh, yeah so nice to talk to you so thank you very much for your time thank you You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. Don't forget to come and find me on social media to see if I can help you to pursue your own dreams. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.